The Swagger Podcast and its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this league or the podcast, and opinions between guests may conflict. This podcast does not endorse anything as the truth. That you have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. We fight everybody in this bitch breakfast. We won everything. And a near motherfucker is swagger. You fuck with me, I know that for sure. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, yo. We got a special guest for you today. Two special guests today. Me? Mick and Thane. Special, special guest, baby. Yes. Special guest. One I time got appearance. that special Very sauce. special. Hey, when am I going to be able to cash this check for all these podcast uh, showings? Well, you didn't we get it in your PayPal? First. I got a PayPal deposit we yesterday. Have, uh, uh, what was our sponsor from last week? But we said oh, supposed to be Goodwill. Yeah. I hate charity so much. That was awesome. We'd never have Vance back on this fucking podcast again. <laughs> Speaking of Vance. All right, let's bring in our MVP of the week. Ooh, cue the music. It's time now for your Swagger Week MVP. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> I'm back, motherfucker. <laughs> a week after you lose the league, you win MVP. What's up with that? Well, I didn't want to show my ass all the way from the beginning, so I waited till I was completely eliminated. <laughs> then got in the first round and fucked somebody's world up. Who did you fuck up? The same guy who knocked me into last place. That secured the last place. God's plan. Oh, Corey. I, Corey. <laughs> I completely destroyed him after that. Just to show him who was boss. <laughs> he texted me this week and he said, I'm glad my wife's in the playoffs holding it down for the Adams family. So, and yeah, you fucked his world I'm up. I'm pretty sure she's playing Ashley. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so we're about to fuck that whole family up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cancel Christmas, Corey. <laughs> All right, Vance. Question I have for you is, how does it feel to put up your best week after you've lost it all? Well, what's crazy is not my best week. Is it not your is best week? The... I haven't been following your team, sorry. Yeah. Don't know why. <laughs> I had a week, uh, like week five or so. That's I wrong. scored like 220-ish. Yeah. So, and I was still with high points at the time because everybody else scored 250. <laughs> was that the week where we had? Yes. That's every, when everybody th- was went like off. Five, five teams over 200. Five teams over 200. It was yeah, like the fourth most points yeah. in yeah. the league. And Still wasn't in the in the ballpark. At that time, did you think you had a good team? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, week one, I didn't think I had a good team. After the draft, did you think you had a good nope. team? Nope. <laughs> I completely shit the bed. What, what, what happened was I had the first draft. I didn't get to drink nearly enough. Not enough fireballs. So next year, yeah, I, I, I think I only had three. I, next year, I'm prepping. You got ne- to petition for that later draft position. 
I'm prepping. I'm taking somebody else's spreadsheet that fell on the floor, and I'm winging it. <laughs> I think that's how you usually do it, and you do pretty well. <laughs> At least that's what Jay Riche does for sure. <laughs> so how about you, Thane? How about your question? So, Vance, are you going to stick with the Firecracker team name next year? Hold on. Er, stop right there. Let me cut in real quick. That's a funny story. Uh, not to steal your thunder, but Van- this is the second time Vance has come out last. In Swagger League. So if you look at the trophy with Jesus on it, it says not even Jesus can save my fantasy season. It's got all the losers from all the years. This is year nine. Vance is already on there once from several years back. Want to guess his team name? Has something to do with Cracker. (laughs) (laughs) Cracker Ass Fantastic, the Dirt Nasty song. Yeah. That was his team name that year. So every time he says something with Cracker in it, he comes out dead last. So if I was him, I would go with like Wesley Snipes or something like that. Jesus doesn't like Crackers. (laughs) You're probably right. So you so, gonna switch it up next year? Oh, or what? definitely. Yeah, it's uh, cracker will no longer be in my. Uh, <laughs> I, in fact, I already dug a hole in the backyard and buried a bunch of crackers. <laughs> <laughs> next year, it's coming out brand new, new song. I might even have hair next year. It, it's coming out all brand new, fresh from uh, the 2000. It, don't go too far, though. Don't Man, go too far. You seen uh, a Brian Erlacher? If he can grow hair, <laughs> goddamn it, I can. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get you some of that new Genix from Frank Thomas? On a Roman wife, and we right on top of your head with it. <laughs> I'm have a fro. I mean, I've seen LeBron James's hair come back. That mm. hairline receding and then it came back. Yeah, mm. but it's gone again. We make a probably about forty. I make forty less million than he does a year. So <laughs> just forty. Just forty. Because he made like three fifty last year. So okay. you pushing two ten. Oh, <laughs> okay, you let's go with something. Let's go with three hundred and fifty ish then. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who's the other special guest there, Fontaine? Oh, we got Haley TV. All right, let's welcome in our Swaggerette of the Week. Cue the music. Yo. My name is Pigskin. Next up to the main stage, we got the beautiful Miss Haley. Haley. Welcome to the podcast. Dollar bills, dollar shots at the back bar. It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette Guess of the Week. Hi, Haley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Last week, you were the LVP. The week before that, you were the MVP in Disney World. So now you're back in Homa. Well, she was still in Disney World when she went LVP, though, right? Were you? I was traveling back home. Yeah, see that Disney and no World. No time, yeah. no time for fantasy football. Yeah. We in Magic I Kingdom. Learned, I learned my lesson. Don't go to Disney and do fantasy at the same time. We all Too able much. to see the Saints game? Well, it was at night, so yeah, we, yeah. we saw it um, Thursday night, but we didn't get to see Carolina game. Oh, okay. My husband's a little pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why couldn't y'all see the game? Because I scheduled Epcot drinking around the world. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that I, would have been would, the best time. Yeah, I would, I would take the drinking around the world. I'd just watch a game like this. Cause they, they yeah, were so it's many not good sal- for radio, but there were I'm so many salty people for the Carolina game. With I was the one of them. The I was one of them. Yeah. And been, just for the record, y'all motherfuckers better not even come close to touching y'all phones during the game on Sunday after the shit y'all were talking last week about. Yeah, you're talking on your phone during the fucking game. When I, I'm leaving it, mine in the car. You know, when I go to Saints Saints games, I go to church. I leave the leave the. You don't go to the fucking the Saints games. How many Saints games you been to this year? Well, I mean, this year. I've how been. many? Did, how many? 
Too many sports. How many How many games you been to? Well, uh, I can tell you. I didn't hear a number yet. <laughs> None. Okay. All right, back to Haley. Up. Haley, but, in the studio. But let All me right. tell you, I was watching my kid play sports. Haley. More entertaining. Than Your sports. team posted up 208.3 points this week, and you were the MVP. Your quarterback was Dak Prescott. Your running backs were James White, Ty Gurley, and Dalvin Cook. Solid. James White put up his uh, highest score of the season, I believe. Your wide receivers, Fitz, Edelman, and Cooper. Tight end, Darren Waller. The uh, kicker was Matt Prater. And Saints defense put up 26.75 points for a total of 208.3. You beat my wife, Swag, on the play. I did. Sorry, Courtney. And you cost us $50. Sorry, Courtney. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, okay. Sound real sorry. And you owe me uh, McDonald's this week, and I ain't taking out my wallet because last time I lost it. But long story short, I think you have a solid team going to the playoffs. I think I don't think James White will be there every single week, but on your bench you have Thielen that could possibly come back soon, hopefully, and uh, Gallup and Sterling Shepard to take place of Fitzgerald. So team is pretty solid. I think I'll give you a pretty good shot to, to uh, go deep into the playoffs. So I guess we'll see what happens. What do you think will happen in the playoffs? Well, I'm hoping that um, I'll stay as steady as I've been because Jen has had a few poor weeks as well. She was LVP once or twice, maybe just once. But um, I think I have a good chance, and um, I'm looking for a little bit of redemption. I have a note on Jen that I'll cover whenever I do Swagger at News, but I think you'll find it fascinating since you brought that up. All right, now we're going to ask Haley some questions. So, uh, so Haley, if you had to rank – your season in fantasy football with a roller coaster at Disney World. What would be the matching roller coaster? That's probably the most boring question I've ever heard in my life. Well, she likes Disney World. I like Disney World, but and her like fantasy, every question's got to be about Disney. Her fantasy team's like a roller coaster. Yes, it is. MVP, LVP, backup, she MVP. Better, she better hope next week is an LVP. No, I don't want to be LVP. That means I'm out of the playoffs. Slinky Dog goes up and down. Yep, it does. Lots of humps and it's whatnot in Slinky Dog. Um, probably Slinky Dog or um, Rock and Roller Coaster. Good, I like as it. As fast as it starts its end ending. But hopefully <laughs> uh, hopefully it doesn't end um, quite yet. My mood goes up and down when I'm in Magic Kingdom because I'm having a good time and then one of them old motherfuckers in a scooter <laughs> runs over the back of my foot and almost paralyzes <laughs> me and then I turn around and see that it's I, an old motherfucker and I, I can't tell anything. I feel the same whenever they cut off our stroller. But then you can buy a $12 ice cream. Yeah. You can. All and right. then my kid, all right. and my kid bites one ear off and throws a motherfucker on the ground and then wants a balloon. <laughs> That's when you scoop it up and you dust off the dust and you're like, all right, here you go. <laughs> and the team member comes up and says, hey, sir, did you mean to throw that ice cream <laughs> on the ground? <laughs> Hey man, if you don't back the fuck up <laughs> right now. Every time I've been there, like anything that's hit the floor has been it disappears before you even notice it's good, stupid clean, right? Yeah. Even your wallet. You're gone. Your wallet yeah. sucks Definitely. right through. It's gone. Like and, a vacuum. And eight fifty beers go down uh, Yep. Go down quick. <laughs> Gotta go to Gaston's tavern and get the eight dollar and fifty cent beers. It's half Michelob Ultra and half Miller High Life mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how does it feel to be the MVP? Feels pretty good. I um sadly to say it, I beat Courtney pretty bad uh, this week. Yeah, you she, did. She cost me fifty dollars, you witch. Yep. I have a question for you, Miss Haley. All right, go ahead. If I told you right now that you could never ever go to another Saints game at the Dome with or without the Lichtensteins, but the Saints would win the Super Bowl this year, would you take that? Cool. Big game this weekend too. Mm. 
<laughs> so I couldn't go to a game again. Ever again. But the Saints win Super Bowl? The Saints are guaranteed to win the Super Bowl, but you can never step foot in the dome ever again. I'm going to say fuck no. So you want to go to the game. That's how much fun you have in the game. It's going to be your fault if they don't win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Fuck you, Haley. (laughs) You better find some wood to knock on. Yeah. Whenever I typed that question, I was like, man, I wonder what I would do. I have the same question for Vance. I know Vance isn't officially your time, but what would you say to that question? If I... Repeat your question. If you never step in the dome, if I made a deal with you and said, if you never step in the dome or away game for the Saints ever again, you had to watch the rest of them for eternity on the television, but the Saints would win the Super Bowl just this year, would you take it? I will sell my soul for a Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Fuck going to the sell game. Sell for the Super Bowl. Again. I'm with Vance. again. Yeah, I'm watching that shit in Champion Square. I'm still going to Miami. Fuck I'm still going to party. But, but yeah. they, can win, they can go again. Uh, Drew Brees you cannot can live forever. I don't no know. way. I don't know. You and you couldn't. You couldn't. For a guarantee? Oh, guarantee, guaranteed win. I don't, I don't Look, know. people that That's don't hard. go to games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a really hard question. People that don't go to games are like y'all idiots. That's an easy question to answer. But yeah, there's something to be said. Every Sunday is like a vacation. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can ask it's all so the people special. we go with. On Tuesdays, there's usually a text that goes out that says, "Is it Sunday yet?" Is it, is it time to go to the game yet? Because I'm ready. I'm ready now. Let's go right now. Because it's that much fun every week. Yeah, I, so, text, I texted you on Wednesday. I'm like, because I hadn't right. been in a few weeks, and I'm Chomping. going this so you're weekend. you're basically saying you can't do that ever again for the rest of your life. Would yeah. you give that up? That's uh, a hard pass. It would be hard. hard. It would be hard. But nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't know. You, you cut to. from a different cloth, though, because <laughs> your know. daddy, as soon as they won the Super Bowl, your daddy was like, fuck it, I'm done. I don't even need to go to the yeah. game anymore. I got rid of 20, his tickets. 25 years of heartache. I know. One Super Bowl. That There's was nothing guaranteed. You if you're going to guarantee one, man, that's. Mm, I might have to take it. I might have to give it all up for I'll to give get that up championship. A kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got the Which kid one? mine, too. <laughs> you got the kid mine. <laughs> oh, Pretty sure I would give up Ashley before I give up any one of your kids. Ashley doesn't even know I'm here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hope you're having a good time at work right now while we bullshit and drink a beer. All right, next up we have some stats. Actually, one stat. About fucking time, stats come back. All so right. if, I, if, if I had to ask you who was the NFL leader in end zone targets, who would you think? Donnie Gonzalez. Ever or this year? <laughs> this year. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, I'm going to go with number 13. Mm-hmm. Mike Thomas. Thomas. I ain't going to go with Mike. I'm going to go with. I'll take it. Not. Hold on. Let me think for Not a even in the top five. Hold on. I'm going to think. Darren Waller. Nope. Mm, that's good. Travis Kelsey. Here we go. Is number one. One guess at a time. Mike Evans with 16. Oh, I shit. said number 13. <laughs> Mike DK, Evans is 13. DK Metcalf, 15. Kenny Galladay, 14. You want to guess the next two? Tyler Lockett. DJ Chark. Both of them motherfuckers fucked me last week. Fuck them. <laughs> Leaders in end zone targets this year. Isn't That's that crazy? crazy? Yeah. I thought for sure when I pulled this stat up. Everybody would be over 6'6". Six, six. That Mark Andrews would be in it. I figure tight end. Darren yeah. Right? Waller. Darren Waller. I almost went Jason Witten, but they don't get close to the end zone so much. <laughs> and then I thought Michael Thomas was going to get it. I thought it. Michael Thomas would have been there too. Wow. Nope. Uh, that is a crazy stat. Unbelievable. 
There's your crazy stat for the week. I appreciate you digging that up. It's been too long. You've been getting lazy on me. I ain't been putting these stats up. I got some more stats coming up later when we do our lock of the week. Nice. All right. Next up, we have some league news. Cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names. Latitz. It's Lititz. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick, disc issue rather in his lower back. It's now time for the Swagger News Update. Brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein. Welcome to Swagger News for Week 13. We're going to start off with Swagger Jr. This week, the week MVP was the Von Miller Band, Connor Jaro. With that win, he secures the number one seed. The LVP this week was the Steel Curtain, his older brother, Cohen Jaro. And with it, he misses the playoffs. So one, the MVP made the playoffs, number one seed. The LVP misses the playoffs. He gone. One Jaro in, one Jaro out. Playoffs start this week. The seedings are as follows. I told you about the number one seed already. Let's talk about the number two seed, Little Linda Lou, Emma Sabwa. Those two seeds both get a bye for the first round of the playoffs. What I thought was interesting about that was Little Linda Lou, father is Sean Sabwa, Captain Asshole, and the Von Miller Band, Connor Jaro's dad, Casey Jaro, which is Mayfield of Dreams. Both of them didn't make the playoffs in Swagger League. Wow, wow, so the wow. children handling down for the fantasy in their families. Number three seed, Skull Troopers, TJ Jalon. He plays the number six seed, Easy Doves, Trey Henninger. Again, TJ, of course, his dad is in the Swagger playoffs, but Trey Henninger's dad, Chipper. 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 Didn't make the playoffs. Number four oh, seed, Straight Cash, Layla Email. You, most of you know her dad. He uh, finished dead last. <laughs> and number five Might be seed, seeing his ass in a calendar. Little Nick Ross, the boss, my son Paxton. Those two are going heads up for this week. Uh, number four, number five seed. Well, fuck your family up too, son. <laughs> <laughs> Last place finisher in this league. Anybody know who it is? Yep. Catch these hands. Catch these hands. Son of Douglas Fontaine. Swagger number one overall seed. Your son is number 12 seed in the last. You want to know something, though? He loves it. Yeah? That's yeah. good. That's good. He's loving it. He loves finishing last, or just? <laughs> he just loves it. Well, I pull it up, and he's like, I'm not doing too bad, huh, Dad? I was like, no, nah, bro, you're not doing bad at all. <laughs> so not only do you not help your son in fantasy, you lie to him. Good deal. <laughs> Moving on to Swagger franchise. <laughs> hey This week's MVP was Can't Touch This. He had a battle with the, for the number one spot with Greenbrier Curse. Thane did not win that battle and is now number two in standings. Yep. So this week will determine who will finish one and who will finish two in top seedings. The LVP this week was the big timers. He scored 154.14 points. This is the final week of the regular season. And three teams have already clinched playoff spots. Can't touch this green by a curse and Matthew Barry approved. Chipper made the playoffs in this one finally. No shit. The final spot comes down to this week when Chop It Like It's Hot and Tupac Without a Nose Ring face off head-to-head to determine the final playoff seed. I will say this. Tupac Without a Nose Ring had Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott last night, and they put up 40 points. So Tupac Without a Nose Ring is off to a fast start. Let's move on to Swag Lock. Week MVP this past week was the Perks. The LVP was the Lichtensteins. Again. This is the final week of the regular season, and the Perks have already secured the number one seed in a first-round bye in the playoffs. The T-Vase, 
have also clinched a spot in the playoffs and will try to play spoiler to the DeLons this week as they match up. If the DeLons win, they're in. When are we in? If Ooh. they lose and the Uzays win, then it goes to points. Currently, only nine points separate the two couples. Nine points. So nine if y'all lose points. and they win, it's going to get interesting. Good luck. The high points race can be called in this as the Lichtensteins have taken the title for high points. Crazy. How you know we're not going to score 1,200 this week, man? Come on. Do you know what uh, high points paid in this league? Nope. Zero. Zero dollars. <laughs> nice. It's a moral victory, though, Nick. Yeah. Moral. <laughs> Tell Moral he owes me some money. Let's move to Swaggerette. As you know, the week MVP was pigskins and pom-poms. She went from MVP to LVP to MVP. What you got to say for yourself? I'm back. <laughs> the LVP this week was black and old. Let's talk about... Uh, funny stat. I have no balls to deflate. Jen Sawa, who's also our reigning champ, has posted the highest and the lowest regular season scores this season. She posted a score, a high score of 253.35 points. Ooh. She posted a low score of 56.40 points. Jeez. So almost a 200 <laughs> point swing. She has the highest score of all the league and the lowest score of all the league in the same season. That's so incredible. Pretty cool. Playoffs start this week. And seeds are as follows. Number one seed is Rolling With Mahomes, a friend of the show, Ellie Yuse. She is a division division champ and has won 50 bucks. She is playing the number eight seed, trophy wife, wife of Matt Email, Katie Email. Number two seed is Uncle Stephanie, Stephanie Perk. She is also a division champ and won her $50. She is playing the number seven seed, Swag on the Play, my wife, Courtney. Now, Haley is going to be playing our reigning champ. I have no balls to the plate who won her 50 bucks um, as a number three seed. And Haley will be the number six seed. Now, what's funny about this matchup is, Haley, what place did you come out last year? Second. What place did Jen come out last year? First. So this is a rematch from the Swaggerette Bowl of last year. Coming Ooh. for my redemption. Coming for the redemption, she says. So this is, again, this is a rematch and the reigning champ versus the runner-up last year. So this one should be fun to watch. The number four seed, Spunk Funk Monk, wife of the Adams that Vance was talking shit about earlier. She won her 50 bucks, and he she is playing wife of Vance email, Wine and Grind. So, again, another uh, email Adams rivalry going strong in this one. So congratulations to all the playoff teams. And remember, high points race doesn't end until week 16. So if you're close in that points race, I encourage you to continue to set your lineups and pick up free agents like – Mandy's Nuts, who was our MVP guest last week. She is currently number six in the points race. So you still have a couple more weeks to try to get there, even if you're not in the playoffs. And remember, points race pays out about 100 bucks. So keep setting those lineups. Let's move to Swagger Notes. Let's talk about the week one recap. Every single higher seed won. Seeds one through eight beat seeds nine through 16. Tyler Lockett posted a zero on Monday Night Football and screwed Bourgeois Meat, who was only down 1.7 points. How crazy was that? That sucks. Dang. It's almost like a .65 episode from a couple years ago when Roland in the, in the championship had Michael Crabtree left to play, and he was losing by .65. And Crabtree had three targets. One of them he dropped in his hands in the end zone. And then they never threw the ball to him again, and Roland ended up losing the championship like that. <laughs> good, good for him. So <laughs> let's talk about Lockett for a second. Tyler Lockett's average for the year is 17.43 points. So he's been averaging over 17 a game. His lowest score ever this year was 4.8 points. 
His highest score ever was 42.2 points. He's up top in them, uh, in them targets in the end zone. That's though. right. Bo needed 1.7. They had some confident people going into that game. Didn't get it. I know it broke a lot of people's hearts. I could not believe that. The reigning team resumes. Let's talk about the remaining teams. The Elite Eight, <coughs> if you will. Elite Eight. I like Ooh. that. High five for Elite Eights. Ooh. Let's go with the <laughs> pussy eights. <laughs> five out of the eight remaining teams have never made the Swagger playoffs. Five of them. So, before this year, five of y'all have never made the playoffs. Before this year, out of 12 seasons that those people have played, there's only one playoff berth. Out of the 12 of y'all, if you take out Roland Gobert, if you take him out, there's seven of y'all remaining. There's only one playoff berth out of 12 seasons. Before this year, the combined record of everybody not named Roland Gobert playoff teams is 62 and 81. Before this year, everybody not named Roland Gobert have spent $1,587.50 and have won a total of 67 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's crazy, huh? Let's talk about Douglas Fontaine versus Usual Suspects. That's a good matchup, man. Haley's husband. They have never played each other. Douglas Fontaine is 0-2 in playoff bursts, 9-17 record before this year. And Usual Suspects, 0-2 for playoff bursts before this year, and a 13-13 record. So these are two newbies to the playoffs this year, and this is the first time they faced off against each other. Moving on to Greenbrier Curse versus Cannon Red Bull. They have never, also never played each other. Greenbrier Curse, this is your first year in the playoffs. Before that, you were 0 for 1. That's right. Last year, your record was 5 and 8, your only other season in this league. Forgettable record. Can of Red Bull, he's 1 for 2 for playoffs and a 13 and 13 record. So he made the playoffs last year, but that was his first year out of the uh, other remaining seasons that he had. Ginger Snaps versus Show Me the TDs. Roland leads the matchup all time 1 versus none. 1 to 0, excuse me. And Ginger Snaps, this is his first year in the league. Can't touch this versus Colt 45. Colt 45 leads the series one to nothing. And can't touch this is 0 for 4 in playoffs. Ooh. 0 for 4. This is the first year he's made the playoffs in five seasons. His total record overall is 22 and 30 before this year. Colt 45 made it. This is his second year. Last year he made the playoffs and he has an overall record of 17 and 8. So he had a pretty good season. Now, the reason I brought all that up is it's a lot of new blood, a lot of new faces, and Vance. Just as much as you see that these guys have sucked in years past, it's always next year, buddy. So things, strange things can happen. Fuck you. <laughs> Just take that, take that cracker out your name, dude. Let's talk about. That's the secret ingredient. Now, this section, I'm going to apologize because I might tear up because this is going to be really painful for me to get through. Uh, let's talk about Roland Gobert. As much as we give Roland Gobert shit, especially with the Crabtree stuff, Roland Gobert has made the playoffs seven out of the eight years he's been in the league. Damn. He's been in the playoffs five years in a row now. But that's not the most crazy stat about Roland. Roland has played eight seasons. This is what he has finished in high points each of the eight seasons. First, 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 (laughs) second, fifth, first. Top five. Boom. How un- that's fucking incredible. It sounds like the New England Patriots, huh? dude. It's, yeah. Uh, I, when I was writing this, I was like, "This is this is How not true." How many times has he cut Chucky's grass? <laughs> First. <laughs> 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 so, as much as we hate on Roland, Roland, what Roland has done in his league is quite short of not short top, of amazing. He had a top team at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So who knows? He. I don't think he'll be first in points this year, but he's going to be in that number. 
Uh, he has a 93.22% points versus average. I'm not even going to try to explain that no, to y'all what that means. But basically, he's, he's, put, he's scored double of what everybody else in the league has on average for the last eight seasons. <clears throat> he has won more money than he has spent every single year, including the year that he didn't make the playoffs because he won high points that year. So, fuck you, Roland. So I think collectively what I have to say is, yes, fuck you, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that shit because I don't like you to be good. Let's move to the I suck bowl real quick. Top two seeds move on. Lilik, my balls, and too legit to quit. Three rounds are remaining. But don't forget, at the end of the, the rounds, they have a three-team round robin in the championship week. The number three seed this week fell to the number 22 seed, which just so happens to be our last place finisher of the regular season and also this week's MVP Vance email. What do you have to say to Corey Adams Vance email? Uh, fuck you too. And Douglas, I was hoping I made the playoffs just so I could have whipped your ass with that one fucking score and got that chicken sandwich. Boy, y'all so lucky. God. But uh, I could barely make the eye suck bowl, so that's a mute point. I might buy you a chicken sandwich the next year. Speaking of that, I'm glad I have this on for notes later, but we'll do it right now. I'd like to make a friendly wager to our podcast hosts. Here we go. Since I lost out of the playoffs last week to Haley's husband, I had I had the wrong defense in. I had three defenses on my team. If I'd have played the other two, I'd have won. But that's neither here nor there. But since I lost out of playoffs, which I did, which y'all are lucky I did, I would be playing Fontaine this week if I'd have won. That would have been fun. I want to make a friendly wager with you guys. A three-way head-to-head with me, you, and Thane. What color is it? I'm not down for that three ways. Lowest, <laughs> lowest score out of the three has to buy the other two a Popeye's chicken sandwich combo for lunch one day this week. Boom. Who's oh, yeah. in? Yeah. Y'all in? Definitely Boom. down for that. All right. So that y'all heard it. It's, we have a bet that this week I'm going to go in and put our matchup in there, and whoever scores the lowest out of the three owes the other two a Popeye's chicken sandwich combo. Wait, with size, with the, the, the pie and all that shit? With everything you want, baby. Damn. I'm going to notarize okay. that. It's official. <laughs> That's right. We have a notary in the house to make it stamp that shit. official so like a referee. So, so can I just do the three ninety nine sandwich or has it be drink, dessert? He said combo. Go all said big, oh, big yeah. combo. I combo. Got I got you. Including the cheesecake. Everything. I'm going to look like Zeke Elliott walking out that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to eat. All right. So that brings me to Swagger versus Swaggerette. This week, Firecracker Vance email went head-to-head with Pigskins and Pompons Haley TV. Vance scored 213.7 points, and Haley scored 208.3 points. That's a point for Swagger. Ding! You got rejected quicker than a fitted hat on Steven's head. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make that size. Mayfield of Dreams, our number two seed, Casey Jaro, played straight out of Pierre Port, Lori Trotty. Casey Jaro scored 212.6 points. Laurie Trotty was close, but no cigar. 210.15 points. Bing, Another bing. point for Swagger. Third place, Douglas Fontaine, Jared Lasser. Boom. Boy, you, you hear that name all season long. He scored 182.35, and he played Vance's wife, Ashley Email, Wine and Grind, who scored 171.25, a point for the Swagger bing, League. Bing. Which brings our total overall record 17-4. Uh, should we bring the brooms out? Sweep. It's a massacre. You need to get the white sheets, start covering them, because they did. They. Uh, real quick, before I get too far away from it, Chris and Ellie match up head-to-head. Chris won last week, took over the series 7-6. Oh, oh, oh. So, for the regular season, Chris won against Ellie 7-6. So, keep that in mind, Chris. I got you. You're my boy. 
All right, what's next? Next up, we have Nasty Nate. Oh! Before I ever ran a casino or got myself blown up, Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. I'm serious. I had it down so cold. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for Nasty Nate's Nasty Nine Dimes. It doesn't matter if you're wagering a unit or your 401k balance. Nasty Nate will give you the inside track. This segment is for entertainment purposes only. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of Nasty Nines Dimes. We're going to start off with some conference championship football on Saturday. We got two matchups that I really, really like the lines on. First one, we're going to start off in uh, Oklahoma Baylor. Last time these two matched up, Baylor was the home team. Really was putting it on Oklahoma in the first half. They couldn't hold on. Oklahoma came back to beat them. I think this time around, that's not going to happen. I expect Baylor to win this game outright, and they're eight-point underdogs. We're going to go ahead, and we're going to take that eight. Next game we have on the slate, the LSU Fighting Tigers versus the Georgia Bulldogs. SEC championship game. One interesting note, Georgia's without their top wide receiver, second-best receiver, out for the first half. Georgia hasn't scored three touchdowns in the SEC game since October 18th against Kentucky. They only scored three touchdowns in the SEC game three times this whole season. LSU's coming in as one of the best offenses in the nation, a little over a touchdown spread. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take the Tigers in a huge blowout victory. Now we're going to turn our tables to Sunday NFL football. We're going to start off on the West Coast, Titans versus Oakland Raiders. Anybody realize Ryan Tannehill's 5-1 as a starter for the Titans this year? Derrick Henry's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Defense could step up for him at any point in the day. I think with the playoffs within graphs, the Titans are going to go over there and play some ball. They're a field goal favorite, and we're going to take, take that. We're going to lay the money on the minus three. I think the Titans are going to go to Oakland, put something like a 24-13 to 13 win. But, fellas, we saved the best for last. The New Orleans Saints versus San Francisco 49ers. Everybody been hearing all this talk, 49ers, 49ers, 49ers. Well, they have to come to the Dome. They have to fight for home field advantage in New Orleans. They do have a very good running game, but what people fail to talk about is how good the Saints' run defense really is. Saints, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. We're going to lay it on that every week, fellas. And there y'all go. Good luck this weekend, and let's lay a bookie beat down on them. All right, we all know Nate ain't going to get us any money this weekend. Next up, we got the Saints. Your New Orleans Saints. Cue the music. I keep dropped the ball. Oh. I keep dropped the ball. Brian Mill might have fallen out of the 10-yard line. Snap. Placement. Kicked by Hartley. And it is. And now, it's time for Saints in 60 Seconds. 
On Thanksgiving night, your New Orleans Saints served up the most appetizing dish of the day by roasting the Atlanta Falcons and earning their third straight NFC South Division title. Over half of the points scored by the black and gold came from the right foot of Will Big Nuts Lutz. He was 4 for 4 on field goals and 2 for 2 on extra points. The Saints defense feasted on the Falcons all night, sacking Matt Ryan nine times, forcing two fumbles and adding a pair of interceptions. Cam Jordan turned in a four-sack, six-tackle, and one-pass defense performance, earning him the NFC defense. Defensive Player of the Week honors and bringing his sack total to 13 and a half for the year. The Saints will now look to improve on their 10 and 2 record and take a huge step towards securing the number one seed in the NFC when they face off against the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday at noon in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. The former divisional rivals have played 76 regular season games, with the Niners winning 48 of them. But the Saints are 6 and 2 since 2006. The 49ers are equipped with the number one pass defense in the NFL, giving up an average of only 134 yards per game. and their offense has the second best rushing attack in the league. The stakes could not be higher for these two juggernauts as they battle for supremacy in the NFC. Who that? Mm. Mm. Hey, Thane. Hey, bitch, been over. I hate the 49ers, man. Hey, Thane. Hey, bitch, been over. Are the 49ers for real? Take them all. Take your motherfucking drawers off. I did say yes last week. Can I, can I? Can I? Can uh, I retract that that statement I said last week? That they're the forty niners are for real. So you don't think they're for real? You retracting it? Forty niners. I I mean, you are what your record says you are, right? They're ten and two. They're a good team. So they're a good. Hold team. on, but what I'm confused about is they went in and played Baltimore in Baltimore, and just like I said on the podcast last week, it came down to a last second field goal. You did say that. You did say that. So that makes you think they're not real? Well, th- they for real thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess they are. We'll see Sunday. Uh, they've only really played one, two, three, four teams that oh I would consider being uh, worth a shit. I'm going to ask you three questions. First question, what was the score whenever Baltimore and New England played in Baltimore? You ain't got to tell me the exact score, but what happened? Uh, Baltimore won. By a lot. Right. So, so yeah. are the Saints for real? I don't know. Cause I really I mean, don't know. Who who they lost to Atlanta, right? They did. Where's their big wins? They did. You interrupted well, me for that shit. Seattle, uh, tennis. I mean, uh, Houston. I mean, they they have some nice wins, right? So Forty Nineers yeah. don't have any nice wins at all. This is not college. Again, yeah. let me go back. What happened when Baltimore played New England in Baltimore? Baltimore won. By a lot, right? I, I believe so. Yeah. So are the, are the Patriots for real? I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not sure. Well, Are you sure the Patriots for hey, real? Do you know the the Dolphins what they looked like terrible. last week? This is what I do know. Is Lamar Jackson for real? Yes. Lamar Jackson's for real. This is what I do That's know. That's a hell of a receiver, ain't he? <laughs> good, good, good receiver. Did y'all hear the, the story, not to get too far in the past, but the San Francisco 49ers uh, announcer is suspended for the Saints game. Because he said that Lamar Jackson had a advantage because his hands were black and it matches the color of the ball. And so the when jersey. they were doing the, the run pass option, uh, option, the defenders couldn't see the ball because his hands were the same color as the they ball. They could be neon in the way Racist. that dude. No, they, no, they, they could be neon a white and ball. no one would see it. I That's did, how good he is. I did read today Richard Sherman, of all people, said that the guy had a point. He does have a point. <laughs> I mean, really, he does. I, if I, I was, love Richard Sherman. And he's on, got purple jerseys. On Levator's show, they say they should make the ball white so uh, Eli Manning can have an advantage. Oh, poor Eli. <laughs> if that was the case, why doesn't Drew Brees have brown gloves? Not that we run run pass option, but... Taysom? 
Taysom, why yeah. didn't he wear brown gloves and match the ball? Just, just a thought. Anyway, that that ball could be glowing. The way that Lamar Jackson does his read option is stupid. It makes sense though. It uh, is stupid. Weddle, was it Weddle? Somebody said it might have been somebody on the San Francisco team said that they couldn't track the ball. I mean, they they could not possibly see the ball whenever you're doing a run pass option. So that's why a lot of times he'd break away and you couldn't tell who had the ball. He didn't know who to tackle. But so. he's he's good. Well, you ever thought you ever thought he might be good? Maybe you just keep He's tackling good. Lamar. He's no for real. What. He is for real. He's for real. Well, we got a definitive well, answer. At think. least we got <laughs> Lamar Jackson for real. 49ers. Well, he's, on, he's leading my fantasy team to the championship this year. Let's so talk about score. For real. And he's, on, he's leading mine, too. Let's talk about scores. We're going to go around the table and give you all some predictions on Saints scores. Go ahead, Haley. Uh, I'm going to go with 27-21 Saints. I like it. Vance? You don't want to hear me. I got bad news. You think we're going to lose? Yes. What score? Briscoe is tough. Like, they're just a hard-nosed team. And any time a finesse team plays a hard-nosed team, it doesn't work well. I think it's uh, it's going to be a 27-23 Saints loss. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed your time in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back next week. <laughs> How about you, Fontaine? Double bad news. You Saints lose 31-28. Damn, y'all. Maybe they went on a field goal. Heartbreaker. In the end. Thing? So what's the one thing that we know the 49ers – well, two things that they do well. Not offense. They run. Well, they, they, great. they play defense. They can play some freaking And defense. they can run the ball. But they stop the pass. They do stop the pass, but they don't really stop the run. And so, we can't run. <laughs> right. No, we <laughs> yeah, can I run. Mean, Whoa, we yeah. can run. We put Taysom in the back. We can run if we go back to the formula like we used against the Bears, using Latavius Murray. I, I, so, think, I think we're going to be okay. Listen, so Armstead he, and Pete's coming back is what you're saying. Armstead is he practiced. Pete's not. Yeah, we're fucked. He fifty okay. percent too. Listen though, so the 49ers, everyone has it in their mind that they're, they're an elite defense, and they are against the pass. You watched them. How many games are we in the season? What about elite how elite of a defense the Saints are against the run? Okay, well, that 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 is known. We're the 49ers, the 49ers are averaging 148 yards rushing per game. This year, more than 150 total rushing yards in a game. The Saints have given that up once, 180 against Houston. The 49ers have done it twice. They've given up over 150 yards rushing in a game. 100 to 149 yards in a game. The Saints have given that up four times. The 49ers, eight times. How about holding a team under 100 total rushing yards in a game? Total, not individual. The Saints in the 12 games have done that seven times. Seven. The 49ers twice. Yeah, but, okay, I give it to you. The Saints' run defense is better than San Francisco's defense. I, I agree can, with you. Can Jimmy Garoppolo beat us? That's the question. And I think no, the answer that ain't is the no. Question. The question is, our defensive backs suck. But can like Jimmy Garoppolo beat us? Can Jimmy G beat he, us? He's played well enough to beat any team. Kittle? Mm, in a Who's couple gonna games. Cover Kittle? Hey, in a couple games. 18 and yeah, three. Who's going to cover Lifetime. Kittle? 18 and 3. You heard DJ that? Williams? <laughs> well, remember. I'm about to say, you're our linebackers. We might bring back too. Toy Cook. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who's her? What, we ain't got Klein. Klein we ain't got Alonzo. We just Alonzo signed Manti Teo, man, the Hawaiian the, stallion. He's coming through. So, the other thing you got, the referees are going to kill us, right? We all know that. We're going to be lit, lighting go up there. group me on the referees. The Saints are going to win 23 13. Book Ooh. this shit. 23 13. 23 to 13. Well, I like your score. I like your score, too. Matter of fact, I agree with your score, except I'm going to put it a little bit higher than that. I'm going to go Saints 31, 
and San Francisco 21. I think we win by 10. Now, if we don't, I'm going to have 10 crown rolls to make up the deficit. <laughs> <laughs> so It's going to be a rough week for sure. Well, cool. I don't think it's going to be easy. Next up, what we got wrong, bitch. Very rarely do our hosts or guests say anything incorrect or inconsistent with the truth. But when it does happen, we are obligated to bring it to the listener's attention. Next up, what we got wrong. All right, what we got wrong last week. So Mandy said that Kamara hasn't played well against Atlanta ever. Mm. And she, mm. was al- she was almost right, because he's only played good one game. The rest were trash. There was one game back in 2018, last year, where he had 66 yards rushing and 124 yards receiving. So I would s- probably argue that that's, that's pretty, solid pretty good. Game. Yeah. Yep. Other than that, though, he hasn't really done very well. And you want to know a fun fact? Yes, I yeah. do. Fun fact. Alvin Kamara has never scored a touchdown against the Falcons. Unbelievable. Wow. So Mandy, Mandy had That's a little surprising. something going on. In there. six games. So yeah, she was on to something with it. Well, she can't she she had some good stuff when she came in. She did. Mandy she did. is nuts. Also, what we got wrong, we got some well, Nasty Nate got a little bit wrong. He was three and two coming into the week, and he went three and six last week. Mm. Ooh. So his total now, he's uh he's six and eight. The Chicago Detroit game under 38, he was wrong there. Buffalo plus six and a half against Dallas, he was correct. He said that the Saints would cover and the game would go over, so he split that one. Uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, he said the over would hit. It did not. Mm -mm. He did take Auburn plus four and a half and Iron Bowl, and that one did hit. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota. He was incorrect. He picked Minnesota plus the two and a half. Wisconsin, skull drug, Minnesota. Uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. He took Cleveland minus two. Pittsburgh won outright. Jets, Bengals. He took the Jets minus three. Cincinnati won outright, twenty-two to six. I'm broke. We yeah. got a lot of shit Thanks, wrong. Nate. Most of it was Nate. So maybe it should be uh, nasty Nate's pennies instead of dimes, but. We'll, we'll leave it near the here nor there. So he's coming in hot this week, though. How about yeah. them locks? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Swagger Podcast Locks of the Week. All right, our locks of the week. We were five and seven overall all time coming into this week. Nick actually said, and I'm not going to count this as his lock, but he did say, as he mentioned earlier, it would be a field goal game between Baltimore and San Fran. You didn't technically come out and pick the Ravens, but you said if the game was in Baltimore that you would pick the Niners. So you basically nailed that one, but you didn't use it as your lock. I said if it wasn't in Baltimore, I'd pick the Niners. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't in Baltimore. So, so that neutral site game, that's that's a uh, – I'm giving it to San Fran, but since yeah. it was in uh, Baltimore. Yeah. But on to your actual lock of the week, Nick. You said that bringing the wood will beat Roland's show me the TDs. Nope. Raggedy ass lawyers, boy, I tell you. Mr. Stan lost by 11.3. But the kicker there, Nick, he had James White on his bench. 37.7 fantasy points. I saw that. You Ouch. suck, Stan. I want 10% off my next legal bill. <laughs> 
Jared said that Kamara would go for 130 and two touchdowns, have that big breakout game. Boop. He had 61 rushing yards and 23 receiving yards. That's 84 total and no titties. No titties. I said my lock of the week that the Miami Dolphins would win outright against the Eagles. They were nine-point home dogs, and what did they do? They won. Little Fitz magic, baby, 37-31. Not only did they win, they knocked out a ton of people in uh, road races. So we went one and two last week. Overall, we're six and nine. Not good. I mean, look, we're, we're reaching on. We're, week, we're not just taking not the taking the low hanging fruit. We, we're going out on a limb. Yeah, yeah, except for that one time whenever you picked the Buffalo running back to Devin, score. Devin run for 50 yards. Hey, he's gonna rush for fifty yards. Speaking of Buffalo, have you heard of Cole Beasley? I did. He's a white dude. Cole Beasley has been listed on every fantasy football site as a maybe in the fifty wide receiver in PPR. 80 amongst flex, right? And he's been solid all year. Been working that slot? Working it. First week, he had nine. Second week, 12, 14, 15, 5, 10, 13, 9, 11, 7, 19. About to pick his ass up right now. 23 on Thanksgiving Day against his old team. My lock of this week is Cole Beasley tearing it up. He's going to have 1,250, two touchdowns. 1,250 yards? <laughs> that 12. is a record. <laughs> 150 yards and two touchdowns. Mm. Let me okay. guess you have them okay. on your roster. So the Bills are playing the Ravens, if you didn't know. Mm. Good luck with that. But he's just got shit on all year. If you look at every fantasy review for him, He's n- he's never ahead of anybody, and he's been outscoring people left and right. So would you say he would be? He's been a firecracker. Very much so. No. It's Cole Beasley for he's real. Won a game. It's Cole Beasley for real. <laughs> what you got, thing? My lock of the week is the San Francisco 49ers will rush for under a hundred yards. Total. Easy take. I like it. They're averaging one forty-eight. Easy take though. He Saints. gave me shit about Saints mine, but the Saints, Saints averaging, giving up 89. Right. Trying to help that bonus-ass record y'all got. You gave me shit about <laughs> mine, and then you could come up with this bullshit? The fuck? Okay. <laughs> On to Nick. <laughs> All righty. My lock of the week. Show me the TDs will beat Ginger Snaps by 25 points or more. Ooh. Will beat Ginger Snaps. Sorry, Cody. Sorry, Red, but uh, your time in the league. For this year has come to an end. Oh boy, was sweating last week. Yeah, he was. So was Stain. Yeah, he oh, was. was. Fucking Chris Carson. Some bitch came back, gave you what you need, could go to bed. Yep. Unbelievable. Lucky. Unbelievable. They never come back from that kind of shit either. And they smack their head around on, on somebody's thigh or the fucking ground. They never come back in that game. I just have you know, Cole Beasley's sitting on my bench right now. Even though he's my lock, it's hard to pull the trigger when you get. Fantasy pros, everybody telling you not to play him. You are a fantasy pro. After you listen to the podcast, please send me a text message. Let me know whether or not I should play Cole Beasley or not. Put it in the poll. I'm going to create a poll We got several questions this week, and I'd like everybody to answer them. So it's going to be a rapid round robin of questions. So one word answers. I ask a question. You tell me an answer. We're going to go around like this. Around like this is Haley. Here we go. 
Vance, Douglas, Thing, Green, Nick. Here we go. One word. Quick and go. Who do you believe deserves the title for America's team? Saints. 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 Cowboys. Fuck you, Saints. Bitch. <laughs> All right. Second question. Is cereal soup? Yes or no? No. Fuck no. Soup? Is cereal, cereal? soup? <laughs> One word answers. Come on, <laughs> bitches. No, no, man. I'm going to go with no. Third question. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? <laughs> you can see my eyes. Um, <laughs> What the fuck is this? 50. One. How many chickens? You need like 2,000 chickens. Why one? Fuck it. I don't know. I'm playing uh, Wheel of Fortune. I'm going with one. <laughs> that would be. It's not Wheel of Fortune. Price is right. Price is right. What is it? There's no, <laughs> there's no numbers in Will of Fortune. A wheel, bitch. I got a number on it. Would you like to buy an owl? A owl. Not an owl. An owl. One. Pat, I'll buy a one. That's why I never got on that If you show. stayed this long in the podcast, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Pat, I'd like to buy a vowel. One. <laughs> One's one not a vowel, stupid. How many chickens? 2,000. Seven. I'm going to go with 3,700. <laughs> number four. This is, might take more than one word. What's the most imaginative insult you can come up with? Haley, go. Your kid's ugly. <laughs> Yo, nigga, they look like you. Nigga, your kid's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah alien fucks you and <laughs> takes your intestines out and spits it out of his mouth. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's pretty imaginative. <laughs> you gay. Yeah, this is terrible. Moist. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, somebody called you Mustachio on the road for rolling. Anyway, <laughs> number five. Nice. This is only for Jared. Oh, Lord. Have Would you heard. rather be a hobbit or an elf for 24 hours? Like a, like a Santa Claus elf? That's a trick question. I don't He's know. both. I'm just reading the words on the paper. I mean, I'd love to be a Santa Claus elf. You'd be a little taller. I would be. I'd be taller than everyone. First time in my life. Call him Ed Too Tall Jones, the elf. You know, he's, he's like like coaching uh, my kids in sports because I was taller than everybody. And I'm getting to a point right now where they're all taller than me. <laughs> all right. Yes or no questions. Back to round robin. Number six. Do we want Drew Brees for another year? Yes. Hell yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. Last question. We're going to go with... Uh, Let's go with Vance email to answer this question. It's a fantasy advice question from oh, one yeah. of the Gotcha. Everybody yes. tune so in. Who would hey, better everybody candidate? Everybody got your fucking pen and paper out. <laughs> what better candidate to answer a fantasy advice question than Vance email? Hey, two time MVP. Here yep. we go. Asking for a friend, if you could only put three of the following running backs into this week's lineup, who would you choose? So you get to pick three Saquon Barkley, Mark Ingram, Melvin Gordon, Devin Singletary. A Kareem Hunt. I'm getting Kareem in there. And I'm getting Mark Ingram in there. Woo, the rest are. That's tough. Singletary might be the only other. I would I probably think. say, depending on Gordon's matchup, he's still he's still getting touches. I'm scared of Barkley. They yeah, playing the Eagles. Bar- Barkley in. Eli Singer. Manning starting quarterback. Well, yeah. well, no, Eli's playing with a white ball, so they're <laughs> going to be better this week. Well, unless Barkley carries, then they're going to have to switch to brown ball. Um, Garden, depending on matchup, 
Just answer the fucking question. Fucking Ingram, Gordon, Hunt, suck a dick. <laughs> Ingram, Gordon, and Hunt. You had and it here first. That is your swagger question. Again, that's for entertaining week. purposes. If you lose, it is not all fault. But you can still suck a dick. <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up with some other notes before we close out today. Before I go over those notes, I just want to say thank you to Haley for coming down and thank spending you, some time with us. Thank you, Haley. Thanks and for thank pleasure. Me. And thank you for Vance for coming. Fuck you, Vance. Hey, I'll be back next week, too. No, nah, bitch, you picks against the Saints. Vance <laughs> Vance scrubbed the shit out of my carburetor while, while y'all were going this week. He rubbed his balls all over the side of my carburetor. I got that shit on video. <laughs> me, too. Anyway. Do it for the snap. Boop. Here we go. This week, NFL Playoff League sign-ups will go out. So I will send out an email letting you know that the NFL Playoff League is right around the corner and you can start signing up for it. It's $30 entry, three rounds, wild court, divisional and conference, team quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, flex, and a kicker. Last year, we had 28 people play, paid out $567 for first, $162 for second, and $81 for third. Last year's champion was Matt Rodrey. Roland Gobert came out second. Fuck that dude. And Charles Lichtenstein came out third. So if you're interested in continuing playing a little fantasy football after our swagger leagues are over, you can sign up for the playoff league. Can I, do I have to do a calendar if I finish last in that too? No. Sean, that you might want to let your free. kids do get in that league for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just put up your $30 and let Emma take care of it. Road to Riches. Last week, a lot of people picked Carolina, and they lost to Washington. Uh, after all those losses, again, also Thane called it, but uh, the Eagles lost to the Dolphins. After all was said and done, five teams remain for that purse of 2200 bucks. Remaining teams are as follows. Skull Troopers, son of Thane DeLon. Little Nick Ross, the boss, my son. Steel Salty, Jared Lacerre's sister. Boop. Winston for press, Travis Gomez. Mr. Gomez. And Nasty Boss. Also, I got all the feedback for the awards banquet. Uh, this week, we'll be setting it according to the feedback from the poll. So if you didn't win anything, I still highly encourage you to come and celebrate the end of the Swagger year with us. And last but not least, um, looking back on the year, we've had a lot of feedback about what we should do different, what we can do uh, certain ways. Send it to me. Uh, all that stuff will be compiled into a sheet, and we'll vote on it at our summer meetings next year. So if you have something, whether it's seating, rules, scoring, costs, anything that you think we should change about Swagger League, go ahead and email it to swaggercommission at gmail.com, and uh, we'll take a look at it. So with that being said, y'all got anything else to close us out? No, sir. Well, till next time. Peace. Who that? Who that? Fuck you. <laughs>